Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. This episode of The Lonesome Road features interviews from Aesop Mitchell, Chris Black, and Rock Brover, Stormy Way, Rock... Whatever. Whatever you want to call her, because she doesn't care. So whatever you call her, that's her name. But interviews from Rocky Stormy slash Aesop and Chris. This is a terrible introduction. Why am I still talking? Roll the intro. This is your room. When you come, you'll walk it alone. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Lonesome Road, a Midwest independent podcast highlighting the trips that I take by myself because nobody will ever ride with me to these wrestling shows because I have no friends. And that's my introduction. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is AC Riley. This episode of The Lonesome Road is a Memorial Day uh, episode. It features trips that were taken on Memorial Day weekend uh, over to MKE Wrestling in West Dallas, Wisconsin, Frozen Tundra Wrestling in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, and uh, that's basically it. Uh, there was supposed to be an episode uh, recording that took place in Kenosha, Wisconsin for SSW's 15th anniversary, but due to some emergencies, I could not make it out there on Sunday. But still, a, a double shot on Memorial Day weekend. You can't beat it. Great way to end the month of May. Again, I am AC Riley. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you are tuning in at all, maybe I'm just ranting and raving to myself. Uh, we're going to get into the uh, introduction, the trip on the road, the interviews. Uh, coming up afterwards, maybe a little bit of discussion of Fallout 76 as I record this. The trailer is out. I could not be more ecstatic, so I'll maybe get that off my chest and just share how excited I am for a new Fallout game because... Uh, as you might know about me, I kind of like Fallout. So sit back, relax when we come back. Lonesome Road, on the road with AC Riley. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. So we are mm, five six seven minutes away from the venue now uh mke wrestling in west Dallas, wisconsin i swear i think i uh i'm basically in milwaukee or at least the milwaukee region at least three times a month um it's become a running joke now that anytime i'm at a show somebody asks if i'm gonna be moving to milwaukee or if i have finally moved to milwaukee like uh dustin the dvd guy and um, every time it's no. And honestly, every time I make it up to Milwaukee, I, I do think that. I think that, oh, maybe maybe I should. You know, it, I work over at the Salvation Army. The district headquarters is in Milwaukee. So maybe there's the opportunity to transfer that, you know, that job to the, uh, to the, to the bosses. But then I, uh, I get 
into Milwaukee. Like, I'm getting ready to pull off. I got about a mile and a half, and it's just crowded because, A, you have construction, so um, the speed limit is slowed down to about 55 with the threat of uh, double fines because nobody wants those. And there's a lane closure ahead on Mayfair Road. And, um, yeah, it's always it's always packed. Understandably, it's rush hour. Rush hour traffic. It's going to be crazy. Um, but every time, um, there's always some sort of traffic. And I can honestly say I really enjoy getting off the exit to lacrosse and no traffic. Maybe a couple people con- coming off the road, but that's that's it. Not a, you know, hey, you're stuck in the road and it's going to be another 10 minutes. Uh, But anyways, it's not too bad. Not bad in comparison to previous times I've gotten off on this exit. But anyways, MK Wrestling, uh, their second show. Silas Young doing some promoting stuff, putting on the promoter hat. I'm curious to see how this show goes. Just because last time, his first ever show, it was on uh, 420. He was competing against Zell Pro, which was running in Turner Hall. And um, it was different because it was two shows that were going on in the in the same town in, in Milwaukee. Uh, even though technically MKE was in West Dallas, but still a suburb. You know, most people are not going to argue with that, that it was both in Milwaukee. But then you... Uh, you got to wonder that, you know, Zello had Turner Hall and they had the traffic. They had to compete with the Bucks and the Brewers and all that stuff. And then you have MKE, which was a, a brand new Fed. Um, hell of a ton of advertisement and promotion done, so you can't really knock him for saying that he didn't do any, do any work. And look at this construction. So I can't even turn right when I need to turn right. So we'll see how that works. But, uh, you know, Salas did plenty of the promotional work, and I'm sure he did plenty of that for this show. Um, but, yeah, so about you – know, I would I would say – I think Zello and MKE probably drew roughly around the same numbers. Obviously, just um, with the Knights of Columbus Hall, it was going to look a lot bigger. And then, of course, Zello is going to look a little bit smaller because it's a bigger room with the same amount of people, so it just looks emptier. Um, but I'm curious to see how it goes this time around because, yes, there are shows going on um, on the 25th of May, uh, rivaling with MK Wrestling, but they're about an hour away from each other, um, or in this case, maybe two hours away. So in two hours north, you have WPW with Mr. Anderson, and down south, you have with uh, Pentagon, you have uh, AEW. So plenty of good shows going on today, but nothing really competing with Milwaukee in Milwaukee. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But uh, figure out where I'm going here with the traffic because I'm going the completely wrong way because of the closures. Oh, looks like it figured it out. So nice. And even though the GPS is labeled red, the road's pretty much open. So all right, let's get to the venue and uh, not be late. Are you familiar with who Curtis Armstrong is? Actor? Um, Here, I'll show you a photo. Maybe you've seen him before. Maybe you just don't know the name. That this guy here. Yeah, I, I ran bit character. So uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I, I finally realized. I, I feel like I've always heard your voice when you get really excited in promos, and I realized that you're basically Curtis Armstrong. Like excited Aesop Mitchell is excited Curtis Armstrong, and 
I mean, he's done plenty of stuff. I mean, if, you, if you're, you know, if, any, if you're listening, you don't know who the hell Curtis Armstrong is. Uh, Booger, Revenge of the Nerds. He plays Snot, oddly enough, with a name frame for uh, an on American Dad. Just a little bit of voice acting. But what I recognize it from, what I pictured it from, is uh, Metatron from Supernatural. And I thought about it, and it makes so much sense that you guys sound familiar. Because, I mean, his whole gimmick as Metatron is the scribe of God. So he's like this... He's like this villain for like one of the seasons where he's just basically this meticulous and smart, you know, angel that shuts everybody out. So, I mean, it's not it's not probably not the worst compliment on the planet. I know the guy. I don't know who you're talking about. I okay. I don't I don't watch shows that are still currently on the air. I'm kind of a hipster that way. You are definitely a hipster that I way. I can't help it. Okay. Well, okay, so yeah, I mean, at least you kind of know what I'm t- or the the frame of the. I voice know you. I've I've seen him before. Sure, uh, I definitely know. I was I was just thinking about that when I, you know because I mean I, when I'm cutting your promos and, and editing and putting them together, I, all I'm thinking is why do I know what? Why do I feel like I've heard that voice before? Something is familiar. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I so get it. I get it. So uh, it's it's actually nice to have a face with the voice or you know what I mean yeah like, instead of being like wow man why is it so familiar I don't know what it's from I get that a lot like oh you remind me of someone well who I don't know okay well <laughs> I'll get back to you thanks for wasting my time thanks for telling me I sound familiar and then don't give me a reference yep. um so yeah Aesop Mitchell doing plenty of uh things in the Midwest uh I do you're, you're riding you're riding shotgun with uh I, I can't remember the dude's name from from Australia you're learning Butter. Yeah, Keegan. Keegan, Keegan. Brittle. Learning about our friends from across the pond. Uh, that's a mighty big pond. That's a very big pond. On the other side of a different pond. Down under. Yeah, with a little bit of a dingo accent afterwards. So, what's, I mean, for, for some people that maybe don't get the chance to interact with somebody from another part of the world, you know, in that same frame, because obviously you guys have the universal language of pro wrestling, but what's it like kind of learning from, like, or being able to communicate with a guy that, you know, comes from down under wrestling opposed to, oh yeah, here's a guy that, you know, is from a different state as me. Uh, you know what? He actually works very similar to, you know, here in the States. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I learned from him was like uh, slingo and the, the language and shit of, uh, uh, of, you know, like Australia, like I, I've always heard uh, that a derogatory word is like a bogan. I had no clue what a bogan was, but I asked him, and he's like, "Oh, so you know what that is?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, it really, just means like hillbilly redneck." Oh, okay, okay cool. And then I got the fantastic pleasure of uh, showing him and his girlfriend uh, the wonderful fast food and other delicacies of the. United States. So, I got to pop his Taco Bell cherry, which was fantastic. So, is fast food not a thing in Australia? Because I know in some places it's it's a thing, but it's not like a, a thing like in America. Uh, they, they've got some things. Obviously, like McDonald's, like McDonald's are there yeah. and stuff like that, but never had a Taco Bell. Really? Never, never, never been. So, I got to show him what that was at like 1 o'clock in the morning. It was really fun. Yeah, I was about to say, because I think in Germany, for sure, McDonald's and Burger King are things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if I've ever seen a Taco Bell. I don't think so. I think it's pretty much they stick to the popular franchises, I guess. So I, I, hey, I, I know nothing about it. I know the, he also said, like, he, him and his girlfriend were going to send me, like, different foods and shit. So I'm hoping they, like, give me some Vegemite or something gross. Because it just, just sounds awesome. Just to be able to say, like, hey, I, this is from Australia. Well, 
they, they're they're planning another huge tour, so it's gonna yeah. be good. I, I I can't wait to see him again because for the what maybe six hours uh, in the car and a couple hours at a wrestling show. I had a lot of fun with those guys. Sure. They're really good people. Now, what was the term that he said? Uh, Bogan. Bogan. And that's what I said. Okay. I, I'm I'm slightly hip to the culture of Australia here. Yeah, Aesop Mitchell transcends countries. I just, I just I just realized one of my favorite insult words is jackanapes. Like from colonial, like Boston Tea Party. Yes. Because I, I wow. heard that, I was like, I don't even know what it means, but just it sounds amazing. Like, just like that's my new favorite word of all time, jackanapes. I. I've heard of that word as well, though. I think um, I, I don't think I've actually u- heard anyone use that in an actual sentence. Yeah, I mean, for all I know, it could mean nothing insulting. It could be most flattering word on the planet, but just like just hearing the word jackanapes, like I love it. I'll just use it in my everyday life. But I might have to start using that myself. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a word. Um, so what else? Uh, what do you get? What do you got going on uh, these couple weeks in Midwest wrestling? Uh, I don't even really know. To you be honest, know? I, I, I got to look into my book a little bit. I've been uh, I've been trying to uh, adapt to the weather. My my facial hair doesn't exactly bode well in this heat, so sure. I'm I'm kind of disoriented and disoriented. I'm sure the short hair at least the benefit of uh, having short hair in the in the hot summer right you know what I don't even notice it, it it's all on my my face so I it, it feels awful yeah I definitely definitely took a page out of your book with uh, doing the getting my hair gone in a wrestling match and I can honestly say it's I love it yeah, I love having uh, short hair. I've heard, it's, it's it's so nice to go back to it and feel before, like this is what I missed. Before I did the hair versus hair match back in January, the summer months were miserable for me. Yeah. Between the beard and the long hair, even though my hair is very baby fine, yeah. it was it was a mess. Sure. So uh, where how do people get a hold of you on the social media if they're looking to maybe get a hold of you? Find me on Facebook at Aesop Mitchell, A-E-S-O-P Mitchell, and Twitter at the underscore fabled underscore one. All in words. Look for me. And you're a podcaster. I am. Also, you're a podcaster. Uh, look at the, the ChairShot Radio Network, uh, ChairShotRadio.com. Uh, we have lots of fantastic articles and podcasts, mine especially the DWI podcast or ASAP's K-Fables. Fantastic. Well, all right. Uh, now people are talking, so uh, we'll stop recording. Run away! Oh, hello. Do you like talking about life and the fun you have with your friends and games you play with each other and memories you've had over the course of time? Nothing's better than family, folks, and here at the Ross Family Podcast, we really love having fun. Myself, Jack Spade, Victor Ross, Scott Williams. A turtle. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, who the hell are you, Isaac? (laughs) All right, so I am just leaving the apartment, uh, getting ready for Frozen Tundra Wrestling in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin today. Uh, gonna do a quick workout over at Iron Physique. I heard that uh, Chris Black is gonna be over there. And by I heard that, I mean that I asked him what time he was going to go to the gym and he said that time. So it's not gonna be like, hey, fancy meeting you here because I'm not a stalker like some people. But uh, no, I just figured 
get a quick workout in before the show. Um, I've been really bad with my workout this week just because I've been sick. So I feel like if I if I'm already awake, if I woke up at six in the morning, uh, fucked around a little bit, watched some Netflix, uh, just basically got everything ready for the show today, and I got some time to kill. So do you know 30 minutes of light workouts, some heavy bag, and uh, maybe we'll talk with Chris Black. So we'll yeah. Hopefully we, we can do that, just shoot the shit a little bit. Uh, but, you know, if, if he's busy, he's busy. We'll see. But, yeah. We have fourth wall. Not fourth wall. So we're uh, we're outside of Iron Physique Gym. I mean, uh, Chris Black here, as he puts himself on the trunk. I'm assuming this is your car. No, your, it's just someone's. Just, uh, just somebody else's car? Yeah. Just hopefully they don't walk up. It's like, hey, man, I got to go. Like, what's, get your like, shit well, we're off. We're busy here. We're busy we're, here. We're, we're talking. <laughs> so, uh, Iron Physique, so uh, so you moved down here from Milwaukee to on Alaska for, for work or family or what was that again? For both. Work, for bo- for family. both. Family. Yes. Yes. Yes is the answer. <laughs> um, so, what made you choose Iron Physique, I guess? Because I, I remember uh, we were talking and we were talking to somebody. Uh, was it was it Lena, I think? We're talking to somebody about like working out, and I, I remember I was just like, "Yeah, I really like this place because because the boxing." It's like, and just right, I was like, "Are you talking about Iron Physique?" Because yeah, that's where I work out. It's like, what made you choose Iron Physique of all places? Well, you know, when in Milwaukee, I used to work out at the Y, and one of the annoying things that I see is that you have all these these Instagram, you know, workout people that want to take pictures and selfies in the in the mirror. Well, hey man, it doesn't count unless you take unless social media knows where you are. I guess. <laughs> but this gym here, it's 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 real old school. Yeah. Everyone who's in here is serious about working out, as you mm-hmm. can see. Yep. Um, the atmosphere, like I said, is great. Um, if I ever have any questions, I ask people like, "Hey, what kind of workout is that? What what muscle group does that work right. out?" And people are very friendly. Like I said, it's, it's all about business here, and yeah, it, it does help that there's boxing. Um, oh God, yeah. Wrestling mats. Oh yeah. Stuff like that, you know, to keep a champ like me in shape. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like, I, I remember, like I told you, uh, the reason that I started coming here was because uh, we did, like, a news story with this guy that, like, in the junior division of, like, weightlifting that, like, was breaking his own record and with deadlifts and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, we can do an interview at my gym. And he basically, like, he basically got a de facto sponsorship where he wasn't getting, like, paid for anything, but he basically wasn't paying for a free membership. So oh, nice. basically all he had to do was wear their clothes when he worked out, and that was his membership fee, quote-unquote. Maybe I need to work out that deal. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I remember just seeing this, like you know, this is just so much better than the Y. Like nothing against the Y. I mean, it's a nice place no. if you're just kind of like, you know, if you if you are the Instagram person or if you're just the person that's like, yeah, I'm like I want to work out, but I'm like I'm not like gonna try. I'm not trying to do any bodybuilding. The weekend, the weekend warriors. Yeah, the weekend warriors. Um, but. Yeah, I, had, no, don't, not to disparage them. They no, I mean, their own goals, uh, we're we're technically weekend warriors, but by by a different. Speak for sta- yourself. But by, by different. <laughs> are you wrestling on Wednesdays now? Is that what it is? Here. Here. Yeah. You're just against by myself, but just, you know, against the Invisible Man. But oh, it sure. still counts. Well, technically, you're wrestling those Wednesday shows if you do the Armani show, the Thanksgiving Eve show. That counts. Oh, that's true. So tech, yeah, you're you're onto something. You aren't a weekend warrior. That makes sense. Once a year, and it still counts. I work the occasional Thursday show. Does that mean I'm not a weekend warrior? No. All right. Thursday is kind of like a half weekend. All right. So like I'm I'm transitioning from part time to full time. Yeah, it's it's kayfabe weekend. Kayfabe, kayfabe weekend. I like it. Uh, but no, I, I, for me, I definitely think the selling point is the boxing because, like, how many places, how many gyms, even in lacrosse, if you just want to narrow it down, have that? 
I can't I can't think of any. And I'll I'll just tell you none. And I found this place just by you know just driving around like I'm one of my pure kids, luck. Yeah, one of my kids went to a reading school down the street. Yeah. And I was driving him to and from, and I'm just like, I mean, it looks kind of closed if you look at it. It looks abandoned. Yeah. Like I won't lie. Like, but I was just like, man, let me check this place out. As you see, you know, they got massage. Yeah. Uh, PT, I don't know what that is. Personal training, probably. Well, MMA, it, boxing, yeah, weightlifting. It, and I'll say this much to, to the credit of it looking abandoned. It's it's by a bunch of old warehouses, which, for as far as I know, are abandoned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help that one of the signs literally right next to the entrance says offices for lease various sizes. <laughs> so, I mean, you walk by that, it's like, oh, this place must be abandoned. Right. So, But you can see the workout equipment in the window, so it's just like there's something there. So yeah. I had to check it out and find out how much it cost. And it's a little more pricey than... The why, but it's worth but it. But reasonable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it. I mean, like, it's, it's 45, 55. I mean, depending on, like, what you're doing. Like, if you do, like, a full time yearly membership, it adds up to, like, what, 40 a month, which isn't horrible. Something like that. They but get a good discount on it. If you don't want to pay all that sum, lump sum at once, you can do uh, 45. Like, you pay 55 technically to the deposit for the FOB, but right. that's just a one time $10 fee. But, exactly. Um, but so, 24 hours, open 24 hours, it's, good for a schedule like mine that's kind of all over the place yeah like if you're the third shifter that's like oh i'm sleeping you know one to eight and i gotta go to work and i want to do something when i get done at three instead of being like oh too bad wait until the lies open at five it's oh yeah come on in right so but that's the that's the nice thing too so um but enough uh plugs shameless plugs for iron physique so <laughs> uh so rccw you're doing shows for miw with uh, armani yep uh legacy you, yeah legacy are you trying to branch out at all or, or you know are you just kind of like are you happy with what you're doing just I'm based happy on your schedule doing. i mean you know sure. i've got three kids and that's three sets of sports three sets of school activities and then you know kind of yeah. sports Hockey. My boys play hockey. They nice. play soccer. They play over at uh, over down by La Crescent, or like at the, at the they ice rink there. They play at the the Omni Center, and they play at okay. um, Green Island. Green Island is that? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. What uh, was it? Chill. The well, chill. Well, chill. Yep. Nice. Um, so hockey. Uh, what else was it? My daughter plays volleyball. Okay. And she's in like the girl choir, show choir. You know, so so they have a lot of activities that keep me busy. So yeah. It, so needless to say, if you're like, hey, I, I can't do this, I gotta go on the road, your wife would probably be a little bit upset with you. Yeah. <laughs> so just a little bit, just. Well, a couple times I had to turn down a couple bookings because like my oldest son, who's 10 now, he had a hockey tournament uh-huh. around and that's the entire weekend and I just can't miss that. Sure. Well, certainly can't miss uh, June 8th. You got a uh, hardcore oh, no, holly. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you worked? Uh, have you worked names before? Um, I worked. I um, imagine. I imagine Honky you would. Honky Tonk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CCW. Yeah. I've worked Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay. Um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So tons of old school dudes. Yeah, that's like that's all I can think of right now. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I get. I mean, that's. I. I didn't. I assumed that. You know, of course, I forgot about the Honky Tonk Man match, but I assumed you probably would have worked plenty of them before. Just being a guy that's been around for a while and just that. Just that respect that it comes with it. It's like, who who do I trust in my locker room? Okay, well, you know, Chris has been around here for a while, and let's give him something or oh, yeah. whatever. So, um, but yeah. So, how do people get? Uh, how do people find you on uh, social media? You're kind of uh, you kind of you kind of bury yourself a little bit, like just kind of keep yourself uh, close to the vest. But uh, yeah, kind of. But I'm I'm trying I'm trying to branch out. I've I've started a Twitter page, but I haven't quite put anything on it. Let me let me find it. So anyone wants to look for me, 
I'll have some information up there. Okay. I just again, I just haven't had the time to dedicate. So, to so if if you're if there's anybody doubting that he actually just started a Twitter account, he has to find his own Twitter handle. So that must that must <laughs> well, tell you. No, how... I have two of them. I have one. Oh, you have two like of a them. Personal one, and I decided, hey, if I'm on Twitter, I might as well. I might as well. This is the equivalent of like getting a new phone number, and you're like, my phone number is. Uh, let me look at it, and you leave like a two minute voicemail, trying to. Uh, it's uh, this number. Okay, so if you're looking for me on Twitter, it is at the underscore natural underscore cb okay and then uh, find me on twitter that, again where it is no right content. now just twitter no content right on there it's just a page but okay i've got one follower tc washington <laughs> shout out to tc so you're uh speaking of tc you were you were talking to me a while ago about doing a podcast uh or a video cast or whatever like what do you uh you care like are you still working on that care still, to... still working on it so it's, it's a project in the works uh, it's like your twitter account it's under it's under yeah. under, <laughs> under, under i got a lot of projects that i'm working on you know personal projects that i don't want to sacrifice sac- uh, family time sure you know work time and stuff for but yeah i've talked to eddie i've talked to tc we want to do some kind of like movie podcast okay movie reviews me and eddie we're more the the movie buffs tc is just TC. You, I think you just want be, TC to just kind of be there? Yeah. Just to, just to kind of hate on everything. Well, I mean, if anybody knows TC, they know it's like, oh, I listen to TC. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, what was it? Uh, the podcast. They were talking about getting TC on there, and I am i don't think TC's going to say anything, but I know it's going to be great, whatever well, he says. What he does say will be golden. Because just, it, if, he, if anybody knows TC, he's just kind of that, he, he doesn't have time for bullshit. Right. So. Oh, yeah. But as far as, like, video casting, I'm still working on, like, a YouTube channel. Um, if you know me, I'm kind of a weird guy, meaning I'm into a lot oh, yeah. of weird things, alternative You are theories. definitely a weird guy. Oh, yeah. So I love to talk about anything. When I talk about religion, you want to talk about politics, you want to talk about conspiracy theories, I'm, I'm all in. So you you're, you want to do kind of like an a la carte uh, video cast. Yeah. Kind right. of like you know, not, not one demographic, just kind of like a little bit of something. Right. But I prefer, it's, you know what, it's hard to get people to get on camera. Like, I've, I've invited maybe about a dozen or so people. I get into, like, little Twitter debates or Facebook debates, and I'm sure. just like, hey, why don't we put this on video and we can talk? And they're just like, oh, no. You know, <laughs> so everybody is, is big and bold and opinionated when they can type behind a keyboard. But put yourself in front of a camera. Put your beliefs, put your thoughts, your opinions yeah, on put, camera. Put no yeah, put your face to recognition. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to do it. And I, I, I want to do that. Yeah. I, I'm not that entertaining that I think that I can hold a show by myself. I'd rather bounce ideas off of somebody else. So I'd rather have guests come on. Well, you're not doing this for the recognition. You just want to do it because it's a creative outlet. Yeah, I just like to talk I, to I people I don't think there's about, anything wrong with that. I, I mean, that's what this podcast is. Okay. It's, just, it's not It's not a podcast to be like, oh, man, like people are going to notice me. I'm going to be the next Cobra Band. It's just right. like, hey, I like to talk shit with people. I like to give people a little bit of recognition that maybe they wouldn't otherwise get the opportunity to say what they're talking about because that's the thing there's, there's plenty of interesting stories in the locker room it's just not everybody oh, yeah. share them so but also like everyone everyone has wrestling podcasts and that's one thing as, as much as i love the business i'm not trying to step into that arena yeah. and get into the wrestling podcasts I'd, I'd rather talk about other things you know the best part about the uh, the phrase everyone and their mother is that that actually works with wrestling podcasts now now that cabana added his mom to his podcast oh so now it <laughs> literally is everyone and their mother <laughs> so thanks cole cabana right 
Hey everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out. Okay, I am 20 minutes from the venue. Uh, road's not too bad. Interstate was fine. The county roads are fine, although I am about to pull up on a uh, uh, heavy farming vehicle that's taking up like all of the roads. So yeah, we'll see if I can pass it once all these uh, this oncoming traffic comes through and everything. But uh, Frozen Tundra Wrestling and Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And it, it's something I've been thinking about is that, you know, Beaver Dam, it's about a two and a half hour drive. And I remember back in the day doing uh, the shows for like SWE and uh, what was it? Um, it was uh, Powerhouse before Van Beckham fucked everything up. But, you know, doing those shows and uh, th- just thinking, like, man, this is just such a long drive. And then nowadays it's nothing. You know, I'm, on average, I'm doing shows, you know, at least three, three and a half hours away, you know, sometimes four. I mean, I'm, I, nowadays I look at a drive that's like, oh, how long? Four hours? Eh, that's not, that's doable. That's not a big deal. Especially on the interstate, you don't even notice it. Um, I don't know what this guy's doing. Oh, it looks like he's turning, but no, we're stopped. Um, but yeah, we'll see how the show does today. I don't even know if it's in the same venue. Uh, reason being is on paper it's two different venues but the last time I was up in Beaver Dam it was over at the Thirsty Beaver uh, which is a bar with an outdoor venue entertainment area and that's where we did a benefit show but that was years ago and for all I know the name changed completely because I don't know maybe somebody else took it over they're trying to repackage it but the place we're going to now was the watermark so, for all I know, it's the same place. I didn't look at the addresses too, like, keenly, but, you know, it might be the same place, and if so, it was a nice venue then, and probably a nice venue now. But, uh, gonna do some interviews when we get to the show. Got a couple lined up already. Uh, it's been a, it's, it's been a drive, so I've had some time to get some stuff set up. Uh, even with the person that's singing the national anthem, uh, today... And I'll figure out uh, what she prefers to be called. I don't want to bill her as something that she's not being billed as. Uh, but it's interesting because we basically are, you know, connected through like a Venn diagram of sorts. You know, she's kind of in a, her own circle. I'm in my circle. But, you know, one of her best friends is a aspiring wrestler over at the ACW Academy. And I, I guess we kind of know each other through wrestling and just kind of through that mutual connection. Uh, so... She'll be singing the national anthem, anthem, and then uh, we'll do some interviews. We'll we'll chit chat and get some interviews with some other people as well. But I got the uh, I got the porn stash today. You might remember it from the last episode where we talked about his love for wrestling and his love for porn. And, but that again, I, you should kind of figure that with the guy who calls himself the porn stash. He he might have a fascination with uh, with the triple X movies. And I'm not talking about those ones from Vin Diesel, but, uh, yeah, about 15 minutes away, 
Looking forward to getting there. Just looking forward to getting off the road and stretching my legs. Like, well, I didn't know that when I sat there, and I didn't think that I would continue to sit there the whole time. Sure. So I just didn't play. Yeah, because otherwise, like, you walk out, it's like, wait, are they involved in that match too? It's like, no, I'm just, I just, <laughs> sorry, need, need, just, I need to go get a uh, hot dog. Right, yeah, I gotta, gotta go to the bathroom, whatever. So, um, so how long have you been singing for now? Since I was like five. Since you were five. Yeah. How long have you been like singing professionally? Because like you sing, like you do I, the national anthem here. You did uh, like you you do you do a band too, don't I'm you? I'm in two bands. Two bands. Oh yeah. my. Yeah. So I'm in a Paramore cover band, okay. and I'm in like a country cover band in Madison area. Okay. So like, what's the? Like, is there any like difficulty when you do like two different genres, and you're kind of like, do you do them at the same time, or do you like, um, this is like, I'll do two seasons here and two seasons here. I do them both at the same time. So I do one on like on my one night off this week and the other one the night off the next week sort of thing. So I switch between the two. Okay. I actually like having more than just one genre because it means that like you have to do different vocal things doing. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah, because like um, I know like with uh, Slipknot, like Corey Taylor, he does. Yeah. Like he does like hardcore scream, scream like metal, and then he goes and sings like very like. Almost like I want to say soft rock, but I don't even know if that's yeah, like technically the, the, the right genre. Nickelback type of thing, yeah. which is completely different. It's, it's definitely means. night and day with his stuff. But, yeah, uh, but exactly. I, I'm sure for him, it's like, oh, at least I'm oh, staying yeah. fresh with my stuff. And it just helps you with your vocal range when you do different things. For sure. So, when did you make the? Why did you make the transition from just like, oh, I'm singing as a kid, and I like singing, to like, oh, I'm in two bands now. Like, what was the, <laughs> what was the choice with, with that? Well, if you ask anybody that's known me, like I've always been into music. Music's been my number one thing. For forever. I started out singing and then I learned like six instruments and then I started working for a record label. Oh. So yeah, I interned at a record label, so I scout bands. So sure. I was on that end of it, but I was like, I want to be on the other side of it too. You you want someone to scout you. Yes and no, I don't even want it necessarily to be scouted. I just think it's cool to do stuff in front of people. Yeah. I opened for Brett Michaels two years ago. Okay. And that was like my big I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> So like that sort of got me more into like the band aspect of it. Definitely. So I, I think it's interesting that like we almost have like this Venn diagram of like inner circles where it's <laughs> it like really is, like where yeah. you have like the singing, I have the wrestling, and then we kind of have that uh, that that meet in the middle because uh, one of your best friends, Eli, yeah. he's training to wrestle. Exactly. So like, are you 
in, are, are you a wrestling fan at all, or are you kind I'm of a wrestling fan by proxy? I'm slowly getting into it. So I literally knew zero about wrestling when I met him. Zero. I knew who John Cena was, okay. and that was about... I couldn't even tell you what he looked like, just his name. You just knew the name? Yeah. So it's so, like like uh, parents when like Pokemon was a thing. It's like, oh, it's Pikachu, right? Oh, Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander, Race right. 3. Like, yeah, it's definitely... I came in at that level. I'm slowly picking up on things. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. But... Nice meeting you too. But I'm not like, I don't know like a bunch. I'm like, oh, they just did that move or oh, like that person. Like, I'm getting there. I'm, sure. I think it's interesting to watch and learn things. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not like fangirl level by any means. You're, you're not at the point of like, oh, I want to do that now. Or, or, or are you? Are you getting to that point where you're like, no, I totally want to get in there now? Oh, Jason. Hello, I'm sorry. Drive safe, guys. I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm in that. Level, not like, yet. I'm not coordinated as a human being. I teach a Zumba class, and that's not for me. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I have zero coordination skills, so I'm gonna stick to like the other aspects of entertainment industry. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so you do the uh, the Paramore cover band. Which uh, what's the name for the the band? So, Paramore. Paramore. Is, yeah. is it like with the with the the accent over the e? Like that's yeah, a it has the little slashy thing, and it's two e's. Okay. And then what about the uh, the country band? And the other one, it's like Madison's One Country or something super generic. Okay. I just started that one. I got into it on like a dare. Okay. Because everybody doesn't assume I would do country. And you're like, I'll show them. And I was like, I will totally audition. Now I'm gonna kick some butt today. So when you when you did like the Paramore band, for example, yeah. um, is that something that like you kind of found or like, hey, we need a singer, or was like, oh, I want to start a Paramore band, and you kind of found the people. They found me. So we had mutual friends. Um, on Facebook or Instagram or one of the social medias and they reached out to me they're like hey like I've heard your YouTube like you are fantastic we've heard your Paramore songs like we're starting a band you should totally be in it so it's kind of the whole social media and how everybody interconnects now yeah I think that's really cool because I remember hearing the story of like uh, there was like a band that I think like their guitarist like was like sick or like broke their hand and then they saw this guy that was like doing all this covers like hey you know all our stuff you want to play with us yeah exactly that's super cool how everybody interconnects like that so, I mean, I'm sure for you that was a thrill on its own. Just be like, hey, I'd like to sing Paramore. Hey, we're doing a band. Uh, I've heard your stuff. It's great. Like, do you want to perform us? And, and that like, was exactly it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Haley Williams is, like, God-level singing for girls. So, like, yeah. Like, if you think I can even kind of hit that, I will totally be down. Sure. So, uh, so I, what's what's the goal, I guess, for you, like with the singing stuff? Like, yeah, you know, like, do you do you want to get like to that like higher level? Like, is there that goal to like, you know, be out there like in front of like Madison Square Garden, like like playing? Like, I would say like that level, but like I think it would be cool to just keep doing stuff. So like we do have like gigs coming up, which okay. is kind of a new thing for me. I have to get used to it yet. But, like, just seeing how far it can go without literally putting everything into it to the point where you can lose everything. Sure. Like, playing it safe, but not super safe. But not risking everything. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I... I could have gone into music a long time ago. I took the other path of music, so I've kind of just done that by choice. Okay. So, like, yeah, I want to do something where the music makes me happy, but it's not my only life. Right. Like, you, you want to do it because you enjoy it. You don't want to do it because... I you, have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So, so, uh, so people are looking to, to book Paramore and book your Yeah, like band. bars and stuff Yeah, like if they're looking to yeah. get a hold of you, like, how did they get a hold of you there listening? Because social media is obviously a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, my social media is probably the easiest way to get a hold of anything okay. just because I'm easy to find I have the same username for all of my social media okay um 
I have a pretty decent like following on most of them, so that's probably yeah. Yeah, definitely. To be honest, any social media. I wonder like some upcoming gigs, so people are like, oh, Paramore cover band. I'm totally. Like, <laughs> how, how do we do that? Um, it's a bar in Milwaukee, and I'll have to look up the name of it. But it's like a bar pool hall sort of thing coming okay. up. I want to say like middle of next month. Okay. So. Yeah. Excited, getting ready for it. Got the uh, dress rehearsals, have, all that stuff. Yes and no. I yes have this no. today. I have two karaoke contests that I'm doing the next two Saturdays in a row. And a bubble run, so I have all of that to prep and worry about, okay. and then I'll focus on the band stuff. So you got plenty of stuff going up, building up to that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, keeps me busy, out of trouble. Like, any regrets with it, or are you, are you still in that, like, I love everything I'm doing right now? I am very much, I love everything that I'm doing. If I don't like something, I don't do it. Awesome. It's just a waste of time. So. Well, it's perfect, I mean, that's perfect, like, with pro wrestling, as you can see, is that it's the same deal, that there's that goal of being able to go to the top if you really work hard for it, but then there are the people that they love just doing like the small time stuff you know and i think it's cool that like everybody supports everybody like you guys aren't like talking crap about other people you're not like oh like they can't stand so and so like you guys are this giant family and like i wish the music was more like that but like it's super cool to see any entertainment industry like sure i mean don't get me wrong there are some places that do that but thankfully in some of the circles there there's a little bit the reality that okay like let's be professional and stuff like that like just like i'm sure there's some music circles i could yeah. be like oh you guys are so cool with each other it's like yeah but that's not a lot i think it's it helps like the midwest helps in general just because the midwest is very like oh we're gonna be friendly and nice and manners and i lived in california for a while and i know it's nothing like that there okay. as opposed to here so you so you were in California, really. How, how did you get to Wisconsin, I guess? I'm from Wisconsin. Okay. I moved to California for, like, a summer to do an internship for college. Okay. So I was out there long enough to go, like, I like the scenery, I do not like the people, and then came back here. And you're like, okay, this is... A and I was like, why is everybody so nice here? Everybody says hi to me when I'm going down the street. They don't act like I, uh, like they act like I exist now. Holy shit. Yeah, the other side of it is, like, people out there are way more accepting of, like, appearances and that sort of thing so like out there like yeah I could wear my cat headbands and like and crazy like, hair and piercings oh. and tattoos and they're like oh, everybody like, has I've, that I've seen it but here like, I have people genuinely stare like I'm a zoo animal sure or like ask me like oh did that hurt to like certain piercings or tattoos or like how many do you have like just all sorts of weird questions yeah well I mean, I, I, I guess at least with pro wrestling, you do that, and they're just like, oh, okay, you must be, like, one of the wrestlers or something like that. That's like, what they assume when I walked in, and they're like, oh, are you, like, doing this show? And it's like, mm, It's like, no. I'm here watching, if that counts. <laughs> like, I'm here kind of for the show. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for doing this. Great job in the yeah, national no anthem. Problem. Thank you. All right. Hello, wrestling fans. Cole Cabana coming to you live from the One Hour Tease Arena in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. The pro wrestling action has been great so far. As you can see, Joey really dominating the ring so far. There's a beautiful belly-to-back suplex. And... Uh-oh. Looks like Joey's shirt has been ripped. What's up with that? You ripped my shirt. Let's go check an instant replay, see exactly what happened. There you can see Joey's shirt ripped from the collar, and that's not good when you're trying to wear your pro wrestling t-shirt. Man, you ripped my shirt. It's my only shirt. Joey. Hey, looks like Ryan from One Hour Tees just threw Joey Ryan a brand new t-shirt. Thanks, pro wrestling tees. 
ProWrestlingTees.com. Over 3,000 wrestling t-shirts designed and sold by pro wrestlers. Wrestlers such as Steve Austin, CM Punk, Macho Man, Nick Foley, DDP, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Hexar, Jim Duggan, Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, Cole Cabana, Joey Ryan, Cliff Compton, and the entire Bullet Club. All stores owned by pro wrestlers. Support pro wrestling today and visit ProWrestlingTees.com. And there you have it, another episode in the books of The Lonesome Road. Thank you very much for tuning in for this exciting journey that I call my pro wrestling life. Uh, thank you for listening to my exploits of my trips on the road by myself. Uh, I'd love to have company on the road uh, going up to these shows to have somebody to join me on these trips. But as we can tell by the name of the podcast, it is apparently not meant to be. I was actually supposed to have company. I'm going to throw these guys under the bus, uh, at least one of them in particular. Uh, so MKE Wrestling, I went to check out specifically because I was going to make a triple shot weekend out of it uh, with Devlin Kane. He had asked me what shows I was doing this weekend, and I assume that he was just curious. Turns out he actually took a day off of work on a Friday to ride up with me. So I felt obligated to make sure I was still planning to go because honestly – Halfway through the week, I was decided maybe I'll take a Friday off. It's okay. And uh, since I felt uh, a guilt tripped, I guess you could almost say, uh, I felt bad that here's this guy that took a full day off of work. And I was going to say, yeah, maybe I'm not going to go to a wrestling show after all. So I, I bit the bullet. I put in the PTO so I could get on the road on Friday. And it turns out the, the son of a bitch didn't even show up. Um, to be fair, I'm not going to throw him under the bus completely. He did have a family engagement that he forgot about. So it's not that he had a bad excuse. He's just a shitty planner, but that's okay because he's a big lug and I love him. Um, uh, Maru was also supposed to show up, um, but he's going through some crazy stuff right now and, uh, necessarily couldn't afford the travel. Um, so I can't really blame him for that. Although he's definitely not going to make it on the broadcast anytime soon. So says the office. And that's what I am. Um, really quick, Fallout 76 uh, trailer just came out on Wednesday. Uh, a couple days at the celebrating the end of May. Getting hyped for the BE3 showcase from Bethesda on June the 10th, 6.30 uh, Pacific Time, 8.30 Central. Man, so much cool things to say about it. It's basically set up 25 years after the Great War. Uh, in 2102 is when the game is taking place. Plenty of stuff that they can do with that. I'm really excited for it. Uh, plenty of stuff to say on it on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page before I actually uh, the internet crapped out, so to speak. Um, definitely going to be talking about this more when it comes to the uh, actual showcase, the reveal. Um, really excited. Uh, happy to, uh, to talk more about it because, like I said, I think I like me some Fallout. And I'm really happy to share uh, my thoughts and feelings with you guys. And I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking as well. Do you love the idea of uh, a game that kind of takes place in the prologue time timeline before Fallout 1? Do you hate it? Do you wish it was something brand new? Do you wish it was Elder Scrolls 6? I don't know. Let me know. Uh, whether it's on my Facebook account, my Twitter, my Instagram, or my YouTube channel page. Just rant and rave and let me hear what you have to say. 
just really quick because I didn't get to say it, uh, this in the intro. This uh, podcast, The Lonesome Road, part of the Grapple Talk Network. So be sure to check out the flagship Grapple Talk. Be sure to check out Regular Guy Gaming, which I should be doing my ranting and raving on Fallout uh, on Regular Guy Gaming. And here I am doing it on my own uh, platform. I'm going to get off my soapbox in just a second. And then, obviously, there is the Ross Family Matters podcast. A lot of great stuff. A lot of shenanigans. It's a fun listen. It honestly makes my road trip so much quicker. And it kind of does help the fact that I don't have anybody to ride with because here I am basically listening to four guys talk about nonsense, talk about bullshit. And it, it it's a fun time. I really enjoy it. So that about does it for this episode of The Lonesome Road. Hopefully more episodes to come in the near future. Just got to get back on the old horse of uh, talking and podcasting at wrestling shows. And I think that'll be a little bit more easier as uh, we get back in the, the swing of things. So for AC Riley, I'm AC Riley. Thank you for tuning in to The Lonesome Road, part of the Grapple Talk Network. We'll catch you next time.